Welcome to the Millionaire Cookbook. I'm your host, Mohammed Sabri, and I'm looking to provide you with a million dollars worth of value in a single podcast. All right, hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Millionaire Cookbook. This is episode 14, and today is a bit of a different episode. Um, It's another solo one, but it's going to be about a topic that I haven't touched up on yet. So for those of you that have either just kind of skimmed through the episode titles or those of you that are actual regular listeners and you know what my content's about, you know it really revolves around um, business, self-improvement, entrepreneurship, all that good stuff. But there's one thing that if it's missing from your life, then you can 100% bet that everything will just fall apart. You know, fitness-wise, you're definitely not going to reach your goals. Business-wise, you're going to be all over the place. Self-improvement-wise as well, it's just going to be very difficult. You know, it's... Anyway, as you see from the title... Today's topic is about sleep. Now, sleep is something that, just a bit of a background. Sleep is something that I've been very interested and passionate about, I'd say since freshman year of high school. So I'm 21 years old now. This dated back when I was, oh, what was freshman? Like 14 years old. <clears throat> so it's been quite a while. Now, the thing with that is the reason I'm so passionate and interested about it is because I probably went through every sleep issue there is to go through, you know, obviously like from a non-medical standpoint, I don't have any sleep disorders. Thankfully, I don't have any medical issues regarding sleep, but as far as just like common issues that people go through, which is, you know, jet lag, uh, tossing and turning at night, waking up several times at night. Uh, having inconsistent sleep, maybe taking a long time to actually fall asleep at night, uh, waking up in the morning super groggy and just hitting the alarm a million times. Whatever the issue may be, trust me, I have gone through it at one point or another. And on many occasions, I've gone through it a lot more than once. So look, I'm here to help you, but just a disclaimer, um, I'm not a professional, I'm not a medical professional, I'm not a sleep expert, I guess you can say. This is all just for educational purposes, this is all for entertainment. Take take it with a grain of salt. Uh, If you need actual medical sleep advice, then consult a professional, consult someone who is actually certified. And I'm saying all this because, you know, just little legal stuff. (laughs) But diving right into it, today's topic... Finally, I've been rambling for three minutes with an introduction. Today's topic is how to get the perfect night's rest. Now, I'm warning all of you right now, if you're here for like a quick fix is, hey, you know, if you're listening to this at like 3 a.m. and you're trying to fall asleep right now, I'm sorry, this isn't the episode for you. Obviously, keep listening. This is something that's going to benefit you, especially if you're tuning in. But if you are expecting a quick fix, this is not the place to find it. And you're not really going to find that anywhere when it comes to actually getting the 
100% top quality, full potential sleep that you can possibly get. Now, if you want a quick fix, go and down melatonin. That's all on you, but I do not recommend that. Instead, I recommend the how many five points I have today. The five steps, and I guess there's like little sub-steps within those five steps. The five tips that I have to get the perfect night's rest. And stuff like this, it's going to take a while. You're going to build up to it. But eventually, if you stay disciplined, if you stay on a routine, then 100%, you're going to get the perfect night's rest that you've been seeking. So number one is you want to sleep and wake up at the same time every single day. And yes, that includes weekends, but there's a little le- there's a little leeway. But the whole reason that you actually want to sleep and wake up at the same time is because us as humans, we are beings of routine. We like routine. We like doing the same thing every single day. Obviously, when it comes to like stuff that has entertainment value, you know, you want to spice that up a little bit. But in regards to something as important as sleep, routine. Our work life, we have a routine. Our gym and fitness and health, we have a routine as far as like going to the gym. We have a set schedule. We have a meal plan, stuff like that. Sleep is no different. You want to have a routine. Sleep at the same time every single day. Wake up at the same time every single day. Now, I will say that I kind of hesitated to say this, but I'm just going to say it anyway. When it comes to sleeping at the same time, look, you have a bit of leeway about an hour or so, you know, so let's say if like 9pm is your sleep time, you have a one hour threshold, you can go as late as like 10pm. But that is no excuse to break the habit, you should still aim to be in bed by 9pm. Okay. So that's one thing. As far as waking up goes, that is strict 100% strict, you don't want to give yourself any leeway, maybe like more or less 15 minutes, but that has to be at the same time. Now, the reason that you want to get into a routine like this is for the sole purpose that when it comes time to sleep, eventually when you force yourself to sleep at the same time every day, as soon as the clock actually strikes that time, your body naturally is just going to get tired. Your body goes, okay, it's 9 p.m. It's time to go to bed, you know, and your body's just naturally going to get tired. It's kind of like how if you have breakfast at the same time every day or dinner at the same time every day, your body naturally gets hungry at those times. It's the same thing with sleep. You want to be sleeping at the same time every day so your body knows, okay, this is the time to actually get tired and it's time to go to bed. And as far as waking up goes now, again, your body will know after many, many times, okay, this is time to wake up. You won't even need your alarm anymore. Test this out. Sleep and wake up at the same time every single day after a week or two, maybe three at the absolute max. Your body's going to be waking up by itself before your alarm rings or like right at your alarm. And I'm, and it's not because like your alarm woke it up. It's like, it's crazy. Just try it out. This has literally happened to people that I've coached. And I forgot to say this in the introductory, but yeah, I have done sleep coaching in the past. I do still offer it, just not as much as before, but different topic. Um, Yeah, literally, it's just you want to wake up at the same time every day and your body will know, okay, it's time to actually wake up. It's time to get up. And 
not only is that good from a convenience standpoint, when your body knows exactly when it's time to wake up and you let it naturally wake up at that time, you're not going to be groggy and you're going to be feeling really refreshed when you wake up. Second tip is, and by the way, that was probably like the most, that was like the biggest tip. That's why like it took this much time to explain it. And that's why it was the first one. These tips aren't in really any order, but you know, just take it as you will. Second one is build a night routine. Again, we're beings of habit. We like routine. Kind of like how you want to get your, let's say you play a sport. You kind of want to get into the zone before a game. So you'll warm up, you'll listen to music, you'll do any of that. Same thing goes with sleep. So, you know, some people's night routine, it might be like meditating. It might be drinking a tea. It might be reading a book, listening to this podcast. You know, there might be someone out there. (laughs) But you want to get into a night routine. I'm not really going to dive really deep into that. You know, that's kind of reserved for um, people that I've coached in the past and people that I will be coaching in the future. But getting into a night routine, you know, you can figure it out what that is for yourself. Number three, and this kind of leads to the light routine, block out blue light, cut food, and cut any strenuous activity, whether it's physical or cognitive. Now, the thing with blue light is, blue light is, it's basically like anti-sleep. Here's the thing about it. When it comes to blue light, it tricks your mind into thinking it's daytime and Blue light actually blocks melatonin production. And for those of you who don't know or need the reassurance, melatonin is the hormone that our body creates. It's like our sleep. It's like the sleepy hormone. It releases melatonin when it's time to go to bed. And that's what makes us sleepy. That's why the melatonin pills work so well. That's why melatonin gets peaked at night. Blue light, it blocks that from happening or you will still produce melatonin, but it won't be as much as usual because your body is thinking, hey, you know, there's light around me. It must be daytime. There's, it's not time to release melatonin right now because if you think about like during the caveman area, the caveman era, they didn't have any lights. They didn't have any cell phones. They didn't have any electronics. The thing with that is... All they had was like, what, bonfires and just torches? I don't know. <laughs> but during that era, you know, the era that we evolved from, when the sun is up, that's when the body knows it's time to be awake. When the sun goes down, when it's night, when it's completely dark, the body knows, okay, it's time to go to sleep. And that's why blue light is really, really harmful. It still produces that light. It still produces that signal t- hey, it's not nighttime yet. And even if you do end up falling asleep, still, because of that melatonin that has been blocked, your sleep quality is just going to be awful. Like, just literally try this for one night. Go, like, turn your phone off an hour, two hours, three, you know, however long you see fit. I'm not going to get into the specifics. Again, turn your phone off and go to bed. And turn your phone off, like, a significant amount of time before bed. And just see the difference when you wake up. It's going to be night and day. No pun intended. (laughs) And the other thing, cut food as well. Our body, again, without getting too into detail, our body uses energy to digest that food. And again, you want to be in a relaxed state when you go to sleep. So you don't want to be, you you don't want our bodies to be working, basically. And strenuous activity as well. 
that leads to the next point. When it comes to strenuous activity, whether it's cognitive, like mental or physical, you want to be fully relaxed when you go to sleep. You want to be as stress-free as possible. You want to be very peaceful. You know, When it comes to sleep, you want to be at a state of tranquility, I guess you can say. You don't want to be thinking of a bunch of things. You don't want to be um, tending to a bunch of things, whether it's mental or physical. You know, you don't want to do like 100 push-ups before bed. It's not going to happen. And that leads to my fourth point, which is relaxation techniques. You want to make, you want to give yourself a stress-free environment, okay? Stress-free. That means, you know, you want to turn your phone off. Not only does that block the blue light, what, also, what that also does is, um, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. What that also does is, you know, with the, with the problem with like social media and like text messaging and stuff, you might see something that you're not too fond of. You know, you might see something that you don't really like or that it upsets you and that stresses you. So again, that's the thing, you know, you want to stay away from that. Another thing as well, you know, people, some people meditate because that helps them relax and that helps them give them a peace of mind. Do whatever it takes for you to relax. That could be reading a book, that could be listening to an audiobook, that could be listening to this podcast. But you want to just tend to yourself and you want to just relax before bed because that is, again, like I mentioned before, that's going to put you in the zone to go to sleep. And the last tip is, you know, just supplementation and things that can help you with maximum sleep. Um, again, all the nitty gritty details and stuff that's kind of saved for, um, you know, just people that are coached by me. This is, I'm not trying to like be that guy who just chases money or anything, but it's just fair to those who have actually forked over the money to know this information. But what I will leave as free value, the three things that have helped me personally the most as far as sleep supplementation one is non-caffeine tea. So this can be chamomile tea or any herbal tea. That just really, you know, it's warm. It helps with the night routine, you know, just turning that kettle on and hearing the water boil. That just kind of, it gets me into the zone. Another thing, blackout curtains. Again, like I said, lights, artificial lights or any light in general, really, it'll, it'll interfere with your sleeping patterns. This is especially true, you know, I have a friend who literally lives in the city where cars are driving constantly, there's these buildings all around them. If you're someone who lives in a city environment or in an environment where it's noisy and there's lots of lights around, a blackout curtains, it'll definitely just, it'll block that out. It is so, so good. Way better than having like half-assed blinds where the light leaks through or like no blinds at all where the light is just at your face you know, car lights, building lights, um, just lights in general from like big poles, blackout curtains definitely help. And the third thing, not really talked about, but I'm gonna give this to you all for free, which would be an oil diffuser. Now, this is kind of a very versatile piece of equipment. It's very affordable, very cheap. This is something I've recommended to people all the time. The thing with the oil diffuser is one, the oils that you put into it can actually help with sleep. So my biggest, act, what's the word? 
action extract yeah <laughs> sorry it's very late i'm recording this at like 2 30 a.m but my number one extract when it comes to actually going to bed and putting the oil diffuser on is lavender uh citrus orange and eucalyptus eucalyptus i don't know how to pronounce it but i'm sure you guys know what i'm talking about eucalyptus eucalyptus whatever it's called i use that for because it just helps with congestion um i do get allergies and i do get a bit of the sniffles very frequently so i do get a case of you know post nasal drip when i wake up which is basically you know when the mucus kind of travels from your nose to the back of your throat and it gets like all irritated and stuff so it helps with that it just kind of helps clear any congestion that i have uh the citrus orange it just it's a very pleasant and relaxing scent and lavender again very relaxing it smells great and it's actually been proven to help sleep quality that's why lavender tea is also very good the other thing the oil diffuser is really good for is it acts as a white noise machine uh, for those of you that actually own an oil diffuser you know exactly what i'm talking about but just the sound of like the the water inside the diffuser coming out and just the water kind of running i, I can't really explain it if you just literally, for those listening that haven't heard an oil diffuser before, if you just go on YouTube and type in oil diffuser, white noise, you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. It's a very relaxing sound. It's very, very relaxing. And the other thing too is it makes the air a bit more moist. So if you're someone like me who their throat gets sore when the air is really dry or if you're like a mouth breather, whatever it may be, like when you breathe in your sleep, like with your mouth open, Again, it helps counteract that. So, and again, that can also help with um, maximum sleep. So, again, that's all I have today. I know it's very, very general advice. I know it's stuff you might have probably been able to Google, but again, this is just stuff that helped me. And I'm just happy that you found these very common free resources on my podcast. So, I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you listening. And I'm sure that if you apply these five steps and kind of figure out yourself and fill in the gaps of exactly how to expand on these ideas and maybe come up with more ideas yourself, you're going to have a really good time with uh, your journey into becoming the best sleeper you can be, I guess you can say. <laughs> But yeah, thank you again so much for listening. I hope this has been informative. I do definitely plan to make more episodes on sleep and I'll even bring in some uh, some biohacking guys to actually talk about this topic. I'll see who I can bring in. But yeah, again, thank you so much. Hope you got a lot of value out of this and I will see you in the next episode. Take care. So I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. If you did, go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you're using to listen. And I'll catch you guys next Monday.